All right, Anthony on Ad Podcast, we have a never-before link to Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell's father, plus uh, Virginia Jufree just tweeted something at Ghislaine Maxwell. We'll share what she just said. Speaking of tweets, the president tweeted an acceptance of a presidential debate on the Joe Rogan podcast, which is ridiculous. And we've been talking about for a long time should be happening. So we'll dive into that. And finally, uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year is going to look very, very different. Janine does not like it. She's here with us and we'll get into the details on that. But let's start with Ghislaine Maxwell and the latest revelations in the sun. I think this is pretty bombshell because it, you know, we know what happened. Obviously, we're at the end of the story or towards the end of the story with Ghislaine being in prison. So it's kind of going back and filling in some of the details. How did Ghislaine get involved with Jeffrey Epstein? We still don't know. But now we have a little inkling of how, and that's the fact that Jeffrey Epstein managed Ghislaine's father, Robert Maxwell. She, uh, he managed his money at some point. And this has come from Jean-Luc Brunel, who we've talked about in the past as another one of these missing guys. We don't know where he is. We know he's around somewhere. His lawyers are communicating with him. They're, they're not saying where he is. They don't have to say where he is. Um, but at some point in time, Jean-Luc Brunel, who's a model scout for Epstein, so he's obviously very dirtily involved in this. Who knows what this guy did over the course of his lifetime, uh, yeah. said that... Um, at some point, Maxwell disclosed the involvement to friends 20 years ago that him and Epstein had money managing going on. So Epstein made his money on managing billionaires' finances. Les Wexner was the big one from Victoria's Secret, and now we could add Robert Maxwell to that pile. A former close associate of Brunel told his son he was having a conversation with some acquaintances in New York City Around 2002, Jean-Luc was telling them how Ghislaine's father, Robert Maxwell, was one of the reasons why Jeffrey Epstein had money. He said, quote, Maxwell had been one of Epstein's early investment clients. I assume that Maxwell had invested in Epstein, who then used that money to make his own. Jean-Luc also stated that uh, talking about a book that was featuring Robert Maxwell, that he wanted to get, a hands, uh, get his hands on a copy straight away. Uh, Epstein rose to prominence in the financial world in the 80s, doing exactly what I just said, managing people's money, most notably Les Wexner. The Czech-born businessman Maxwell built a publishing empire after moving to Britain following the Second World War. In 1991, Robert Maxwell's body was discovered floating in the Atlantic Ocean after he toppled off a yacht, the Lady Ghislaine, named after his daughter. It later emerged that the fraudster had stolen hundreds of millions of pounds from his own company, Pension Funds. His daughter, Ghislaine, then fled to New York City. So this is kind of the beginning of it all. So I don't the know. The beginning of the end. Yeah, I don't know. And, and he doesn't know either. It's not really put into play how Epstein met Robert Maxwell. But however that happened, Maxwell, Robert Maxwell trusted Epstein enough to manage his finances, which were murky at best, as you know, because we just said he stole hundreds of millions of dollars or British pounds from his company's pension funds to finance his funds. Ooh. Robert Maxwell is an interesting guy. So reading into him again, he was uh, he was Czech born. He was Jewish. Lots of links back to Israel. That's why 
a lot of people who are shouting Mossad and all these things in the comments with all this stuff. This is basically one of the reasons why this guy has a link back to Israel. I think he was buried in Israel after they found his body. By the way, naked. He he was fell off his boat naked. They think he may fell off. They think he may have had a heart attack. His son said that he didn't he wouldn't be the kind of person to commit suicide. But again now, now we have two <laughs> murky I mean, suicide cases. Could you cases. believe this? Yeah. I mean No. This is one of I feel like the craziest conspiracy stories of our time. Yes. I mean, it doesn't really get much bigger than this. And the fact that these two now are linked together financially wise explains why when Ghislaine fled, she went right to Jeffrey, because obviously there was some sort of a relationship there based on what he did for her father. I mean, he probably laundered that money, too. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I think people kind of maybe rumored these two knowing each other, but this is the first time we have actual source confirmation that this happened. And this information, by the way, has been turned over and is part of the U.S. investigation into this, into Ghislaine. So they, so like it's on the books now, so they know about it. And, and it's kind of part of their whole, you know, process of, of building a case together, but it just like, and then like when you add the inappropriate behavior to it, it's like how, like, where does that end? Like, did, did right. is this just something that started with Epstein? You know, was, was that relationship with Epstein and Glenn, like, how, how did they know each other? When did they know each other? Did he do something Why? to Ghislaine? At first? Right. Right. Yeah. Like how does this whole thing sort of, build and start and get to where got to in 2007 when he was first arrested and cut that you know big sweetheart deal (laughs) i don't know i don't know man but it it unloads can't wait for that dump that information dump. september 22nd today's what's today's date the 14th we're about a week a little over a week away from that supposed dump so obviously stay tuned to the podcast subscribe on youtube and facebook and Follow us there. Subscribe on your favorite podcast network, whether it's Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is. We're on all the networks. If you like uh, to listen to the audio version of the show, uh, all our links are there at anthonyonair.com. So, yeah, I mean, just another layer of mystery of of these two. But but and the, I think the concerning thing here for people who want to know more is. Now, to me, you have that like lifelong bond. Like this isn't just somebody that you met and had a relationship with. This is somebody that dad approved of and was involved in family business for a long time. To me, that's a stronger bond, you know. Definitely. Right. I mean, she's known him a long time. Then a long, long time. Now, oh. what I'm curious about: who is going to play them in the Lifetime movie, <laughs> and who's going to play us? in the lifetime movie exposing all of this you think we'll have a role in it that'd be nice absolutely um my answer for me always is will ferrell i just think he can play anything we've got sort of similar hair you know he he could pack on a few more pounds and 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 give it a go i think it would be nice i like it and for you i'm gonna go ahead and say carol baskin i just think that it would again (laughs) put a whole layer to mention tonight yeah is the 
season premiere of Dancing with the Stars. Oh, is it really? I believe so. Yeah, that big big story of the first song. And Carol Baskin is dancing to Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> so there is no doubt that I'm watching this tonight. <laughs> You're going to tune in for the train wreck? Is, Absolutely. Is it, is it live, that show, or no? Did mm. they tape it? I know they tape like the pre-week stuff, but do they actually dance live or does that not really happen? That's a good, I think it's like recorded today, but not actually like completely live. All right. You know what I mean? So it's all taped in advance and they just air yes. it tonight. Is the finale live? I feel like there's something live with the, the there's always some no. live stuff with these shows. Well, yeah, but I don't really watch that so much, so. But tonight I have to I have to tune in and watch her. Come on. Do you watch and do you watch Dancing with the Stars or AGT or Voice or any of those? Do you, none of those? Nah. I don't watch any of them. Not either. really. Yeah, I can't I can't watch them. I'll tune like, in. I'll watch it if there's something interests like someone interesting on, but yeah. it's Dancing with the Stars, so it's like C list. Yeah, I'll tune into like, like there's a big storyline or something, or there's like a highlight on YouTube. But other than that, I can't right. tuning in live. I I can't be involved with that. No, I'm good. By the way, we know somebody that's on um, the the uh, MTV, Paulie D, and uh, the other guy finding love. I didn't know this. The one where Paulie D on Jersey Shore and uh, who's the other kid there? Vinny. Vinny. I was going to say Vince or Neil. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> what the? Apparently. Vinny Guadagino. Yeah, they do this show where they go and find love and it, it, they didn't find love last time, but they brought all the girls back and then they added more guys to it. We know one of the guys. No. Isn't it a cousin of Aunt and Liz? Somebody's like cousin or something? I thought they said in the last gathering. All right. Doesn't matter. Talking about inside. Oh, we have to f- I have to find out now. Yeah, find out. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I thought that that was an interesting point that we, that we knew somebody on one of these like celebrity, uh, you know, competing shows because that's basically what it's become now. Exactly. Uh, all right, so let's get back to Ghislaine. Uh, Virginia Jufre tweeted, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, she tweeted at Ghislaine Maxwell, not at her specifically, just her hashtag. Uh, you are saving, are you saving your own skin and naming names? I know you only care about yourself and you hold all the secrets. I go to bed at night thanking God that you are sleeping in a cage, just like the one you put me and hundreds of others in hashtag save our children. So I thought that was kind of interesting after our last uh, podcast episode where we talked about, um, the fact that, uh, you know, Jufre's lawyers had to put out that statement and uh, that podcast episode blew up pretty big. But there's a little bit of a follow-up to that, that uh, Virginia herself followed up with a tweet like, hey, Damn. yeah, kind of kind of smack oh, talking okay. there. I feel like that's a little bit of like that, that it's a little bat flip from Virginia after her lawyers put out that home run. Like, right. like it, it's coming, everybody. Like the names are coming, like things are coming, like just kind of sit tight. So that's kind of cool. Um, moving on from, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell stuff. I have been talking about this for the longest time. I'm so excited about this. I, I wish, I know I've said this on the podcast before. I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I've been screaming this from the mountaintop for a really, really long time that if you really want to get something done in the presidential debates, let Joe Rogan 
do a debate with the two guys in his studio and you're going to actually get down to the bottom of something, you know, something useful. Because the world that we live in right now is so, it's bubbled. We live in a bubbled world. You have your right-wing conservative Republican people that <laughs> that uh, watch Fox no, News. No, really. You right. know, and they Google right-wing conservative things. So Google shows them more right-wing conservative things whenever they Google anything. If they Google apple pie recipe, they're going to get the right-wing conservative version of an apple oh pie. Oh, my God. All their news feeds on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram are all going to be more heavily slanted towards right-wing conservative views. So they never get an opposing view of anything. And then when they do, they scream at that person because they're wrong. And then on the yeah, other wrong. bubble is your left-wing liberal-leaning Democrat who, again, if they Google apple pie, are going to get the left-wing Democrat liberal-leaning apple pie, which is probably vegan, if I had to guess. I don't want to insult Definitely. anybody, but probably vegan apple pie. Um, and <laughs> and the, see, and that's... This is this is a good point to put this in. I'm an independent and do not lean left or right, but I am very against vegetarians. Let's just put that out there. Like, I will agree with you. Yeah, on everything you just said. We gotta have some meat. I mean, I respect that you're a vegetarian. If you're a vegetarian for the when you're 90 and you're still a vegetarian, then you could dance on my grave and be like, "Ha ha, Aunt, I did it." But there's until only thing one thing worse than a vegetarian. What? A vegan. <laughs> Basically, because my theory is, is everybody, all the vegetarians and vegans do that for a little while. And then eventually, whether it's they had too much to drink one night or they just succumb to temptation overall, wind up with a six piece McNugget at some point. Like it's just going to happen to you, you know, so I don't think that we have any real true lifelong vegans, but I could be wrong about that. I digress. Anyway, I agree. Right. Thank you, Janine. I know one who's been one for three years. And one day when he was drinking, he got off of it. Yeah. But then he went right back on. And I'm like, you just broke the rule. Broke the rule, though. Yeah, I'm with you. He I'm ate cheese. You. Yeah. These are like people that are like, oh, no, I'm a born again virgin. Are you, though? Because I don't think that that's actually <laughs> the definition of the word. Anyway. Mm, sorry. Um. So. So, yeah, you have your left leaning uh, left leaning liberal Democrats and when they Google things it's all out because Google wants to just feed you stuff that you're going to enjoy and remain on Google that's what Facebook does to you Facebook just has you you know my uncle told me that there's a documentary on Netflix just gonna ask you if you watched it I didn't watch watched it. it this weekend I did I did not watch it but he was telling me about it and the thing is between radio and and the marketing stuff that I've done like I know all about this stuff already so I'm, I'm going to watch it eventually, but I'm happy to to promote it so that people can watch it and learn how the world works. You know, all social media networks want to keep you on their network. So they just keep giving you stuff that you like that you'll agree with or they'll give you stuff that you're annoyed with. Like if you're sometimes if you like blowing up on people and, and overreacting, they'll feed you that stuff. Whatever they the algorithm can tell what you enjoy and what you like, and they just keep feeding that to you which is basically the same premise of Fox News and CNN and MSNBC. They, you will feel a certain way. Exactly. They're going to just keep feeding you that program. You know, CNN's never going to come out and be like, oh, the Democrats were wrong about this, this and this, because people are going to be like, screw this. And they're going to turn off the, the dial. So 
So we live in these bubble worlds, you know, and Joe Rogan, I feel, is this interesting character of he goes all the ways, you know, which I, I like Joe for that reason, because that's me sometimes. Sometimes I go, well, this side's got it right. And sometimes I go, well, that side's got it right, you know, and my feelings vary on it. But what I like about Joe is he's great at conversation. He he's a very, very good interviewer. He's not outstanding, he but he's a very good interviewer. He's not and, as good as you, but he's good. Well, we all can't be. I mean, um, but um, but he's I, I just think he's at the height of his popularity and popularity. And I think his podcast is phenomenal. And I've been a fan of it for eight or nine years now. I mean, I can oh, rem wow. remember when he like first got all of his equipment, you know, because um, he would he would be doing stops in New York radio and he would be doing, you know, and, and that's kind of where it it was born out of all of that. So I've watched him grow over the years. I'm super impressed with Joe, obviously. And, you know, he just he just does a great job. And I think that he would be phenomenal as a moderator for a presidential election. Hold on a second. He's going to scratch his sack. Okay. Could have lost the whole podcast right there, but we saved it anyway. Oh God. So he just did a podcast with Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy said, would you moderate a presidential debate? He said, I would. Tim Kennedy tweets this out and not just a few moments ago, give President Trump credit. He's, his life is on Twitter <laughs> like a 12-year-old girl. Uh, President Trump, he asks, Tim Kennedy says, who would want this? And President Trump quote tweeted him, I do. All right. I would love this. But it's not going to happen. You know why? Why? The big rumor going around is that Biden is going to catch COVID right before the debates start. <laughs> I'm ki I'm serious, though. Is that the rumor? Oh, yes. Google that, it. That would be very suspect. So the last I heard about... The last I heard about, which I love a good internet rumor, Janine. Don't you know? Don't get me wrong. I just, I, know, I, know. I don't believe that one. But if if it happens, <gasps> oh, I believe this one. I, I if, do believe it. If it happens, I'll be happy to admit that I was wrong. But I just don't see that. Last I heard about the debates was Trump wanted to add more, and Biden mm. was like, no. Of course not. First of all, I can't even be yeah. believe that Biden would agree to this in the first place because. Again, say what you will about the president of the United States and you can hate him all you want. But the guy tore through debates the last time around like nobody's business. He is a showman and an entertainer and he and he brings that experience to the debates and he ate up the Republicans in the Republican primary like it was nothing. Yeah, I know. I mean, and he was plenty locked and loaded for Hillary when that time came around, too. I don't it's feel true. like don't let our friend Jay hear you say that, though. I know. I, I know. I don't. But feel... I'm going to tell him after this. <laughs> I don't feel like he beat Hillary as bad as he beat the Republicans. But also that was a lot more impressive because he took down like six out of clip with, you know, in the primaries, whereas in, in the, the presidential debates, he only had Hillary to take down. It was, you know, 
It just wasn't as impressive. But um, I'm surprised that Biden agreed to these things in the first place. But I think he was pretty solid on just doing three. The first of which supposedly is supposed to be uh, September 29th. So a week after we get the the Ghislaine dump. So two weeks from now is supposed to be the first October 7th, 15th and 22nd are the other um, sites and dates. Now, that's four. I had heard that they agreed to three. So I don't know if maybe they agreed to. Oh, one of them is a vice presidential debate. I'm sorry. October 7th is a vice presidential debate. That's right. Who cares about that? Right. Um, No, I want to see. Oh, I like I like the vice presidents. Yeah. I'll watch them. It depends on who it is. Last time around, I wouldn't even know who it was. Tim Kennedy, maybe? No, who was the guy? I forget who her running mate was. Me too. Um, That was a bore fest. Because Pence is kind of a bore. He's not. And and when you got Trump, I mean, compared to Trump. Right. There's there's nothing. uh, Yeah. It's hard to follow that. Like, he's a main eventer. You can't follow that act. Do you think that Biden's going to stumble? Like, yeah, I think so. I know. I know. That's why I feel bad for him. Somebody told me that the guy's got like a little bit of a stutter, though. Like, that's kind of plus. Oh, he does. I think I think he does. He always kind of like had that little bit of like a like thing going on. Oh, I have to Google that. And then you add on top of that. He's 70, what, 73, 74, whatever he is. He's old. But I. Here's here's why I'm excited about the debates, because a lot of people say that Biden is not there and there's a lot of like that's going to if he's really not there, that's going to come out in the debate. I know. That's why he's going to catch COVID and not be able to do them. That would certainly be an and that would be an interesting twist in this WWE of an event that we call the presidential race. Um, but I just I, like I, here's the thing. I don't love the crowds. I don't like, you know, the we have to have this person come in and ask this question, that person come in and ask this question. We have 35 seconds for this huge, super huge, important issue. And right. We got to move on. to seven. I would much rather them just sit down and actually legitimately debate. And plus, there's something about a four hour conversation that. Right around three and a half hours, you're going to get an awfully honest take from each one of these guys right. on what's going down. And plus, most of the moderators just absolutely stink outside of um, uh, Chris Wallace. None of them are great. No, none of them are great. Where I feel as Joe would be genuinely good. He should be it. I really feel like they should do. And here's the other thing, too. I think if Biden like the other thing that I love about Trump is he's fearless. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And his base is going to respond to that in a major way. So coming out and tweeting about this right away, he's going to score some points with people. If Biden doesn't agree. Right. Which I don't know if Joe Biden would agree. Now I'd love to be proven wrong about that. Again, I'd love to see these two actually just sit there and have a conversation. In the old studio, preferably. I hate Joe's new studio. It stinks. It's awful. It looks like I have a, to go look at it. Ugh, it's terrible. It looks like Red Skull from Marvel Comics made an airplane, and they're just in there doing a podcast. It's just it's it's red oh and God. black. It's like tiny. It's like circular shaped. It stinks. Mm. His old studio was so lovely. It was so wonderful. 
But I digress. We don't have to talk about design and architecture in this episode, Janine. I feel like we're mm. ov- overloading next, next people. Time. Yeah. Next time around. Um, next time. Obviously, you'd like to see this. What do you think the likelihood is that we actually do get this? Maybe like a 40% chance. I'm giving it too much hope, right? No, you know what? That's exactly where I was going to put it. Not exactly a coin toss, but but like... I also feel like when when was it Barack Obama goes on Mark Maron's podcast had to be more than five years ago now he was in his last term that was the, that was one of the things that put podcasts on a super high trajectory mm. of being of significance and importance because that was a great podcast. Trump's done podcasts now, but that that's it's a lot more common now for a president to go to some guy's garage and and talk. You know, like that was like unheard of back then. Right. Absolutely yeah. unheard of. And now you know he, what? It's 2020. And here's the thing. Yes, CNN has their audience and yes, Fox News has their audience. But Joe Rogan is kind of bigger in a sense of when he has a big podcast there's more people tuning into that than they're tuning into the nightly hannity and and don lemon shows like it's just that's fact so you know i don't know now some people are discounting joe and saying that he joe endorsed biden biden obviously lost he said he would oh really yeah he said he's on the record saying that he would vote for um sanders no i'm sorry he endorsed Sanders. Did I say Biden? He oh, endorsed Sanders. That. Yeah, he endorsed Sanders. When Sanders lost the primary, he said if he couldn't vote for Bernie Sanders, he would vote for Donald Trump. Okay. Um, which actually holds true in a lot of polling. Um, so people are saying he's, you know, it's like it, it's swayed. You can't. But I still think you can. I still think what I think the guy holds higher than anything else is truth. And good conversation, and I think he would, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be sitting there trying to get Trump over. No, I don't think so either. I also would want to know what that would look like because I feel like in the confines of a regular debate, the 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 hosts would be holding Trump back, whereas in a conversation, they wouldn't be. And I would love to right. see how Biden. Hand, how Biden handles him in a in a debate is so fascinating to me and I think going to really impact a lot of independent voters and how they actually vote in this election. I wonder. Because if he can handle Trump, which he should, I mean, if I'm in if I'm in Biden's corner, I'm I'm giving him all, I mean, he should be studying his ass off on how to take this guy down. He should have all the facts in place and everything else. The thing that made Trump so great the first time around was his drain the swamp deal and the fact that he didn't have a record to slam. Now he's got a record that could be attacked. That's a world of difference this time around. Right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Janine's more concerned with the fact that we're not going to have a Thanksgiving Day parade. Well, honestly, (laughs) that is my main concern right now. All right, so let's talk about the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, NBC, I have the article here uh, just uh, covering the announcement from Macy's that they're going to uh, radically pare down 
the Thanksgiving Day Parade because of the uh, pandemic. Uh, officials made the announcement just moments ago. Department store announced that it had to reimagine the 94th edition of the parade, which will take place on the 26th, Thanksgiving Day. It'll be staged in a manner similar to its 4th of July fireworks. They felt that that was a success doing that over the course of a few nights and then airing it on 4th of July. I actually enjoyed, We I was with you on 4th of July, and I enjoyed coming home and catching some of those uh, fireworks yes. on TV. It was kind of nice, actually, the way they did it on TV. Um, the traditional two-and-a-half-mile parade route will not be a part of this year's event, organizers said. High school and college marching bands from around the country who were invited to perform their invitation will be deferred to 2021 with local professional marching bands taking their place. The balloons will still play a role this year, but usually there's 80 to 100 people actually walking the balloons down the parade route. That will be replaced. They're going to tie the balloons to uh, parade appropriate vehicles. And the vehicles are going to obviously drive around somewhere. Uh, they don't. We don't know where. I think part of this is also similar to what happened with Fourth of July, where we didn't really know where the fireworks were going to be. They just kind of yeah. happened, so they wouldn't draw a crowd. And then we saw the final presentation on Fourth of July. So I'm sure they're going to drive these floats around one day somewhere, whether it's down yeah. the city or down in country road in Jersey or Westchester or something, Long Island. And then we'll, we'll see the tape of it on Thanksgiving morning. Like we usually do. But what do you think about this? I think that Cuomo has turned into a fun ruiner. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just can't believe they're going to cancel this. Governor fun ruiner. That yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe he needs to take out his nipple ring. It's, <laughs> it's amazing to me the vast inconsistency in how this I agree and how we've taken on this virus. It's like, you know, you just you look at you look at sports. NBA, NHL go into a bubble, obviously super effective. MLB and, and NFL were like, eh, whatever. Now those those sports are doing testing, but we've seen MLB have to cancel a whole bunch of you know, games and things. And I don't know what's going to happen with the NFL because they have double the amount of people on their roster. But right. even like college football, you have some universities coming out and saying we cannot do college football and other other universities played this past Saturday. So it's like, I don't I mean, I, like, I don't even know. I don't even know what to think anymore with some of these things. You know, it's it's. Well, I know for myself, every Thanksgiving, I look forward to looking I mean, to watching the parade. Um, I've even gone there the day before to watch them blow up the balloons. Oh, have you done that? Yeah, that's a cool thing. I, have. I haven't done it myself, but people say it's really fun. And there's so many people for that. To, to do this, I'm sorry, it's wrong. You're outside. It's colder usually, so people will wear masks. I might even have worn one. <laughs> but you're outside yeah i know it's a big crowd but then it's like i don't even want to say because i'm gonna get in trouble i think it's the crowds i think they're worried about the crowds like the subways and then the restaurants everybody goes into a restaurant afterwards i actually looked into doing this ironically enough last year with the kids like we were kind of 
the kids were kind of almost old enough and we were like, maybe we should go and show them the balloons. They'll love it. They're little. We were like scouting out areas because there's places you can go that are indoors where you can still see it. Yes. And a lot of the restaurants along the route have like packages where it's like you go and you have breakfast and you go outside and there's like an area. You right. Know, um, some of the more expensive ones are like you can actually see it from inside the restaurant, which is like on the second floor on the route, which is crazy. Like, but like, like twenty five hundred dollars is like the cheapest like oh, reservation. Damn. Yeah, it's like it's insane. Some of the prices. Um, so I get some of it, but you know what's weird? Like again, you have all these things that are being canceled, and then like the president goes and holds a rally, and there's like fifteen thousand people inside an arena. Right. I mean, so how's that okay? I don't know. Like all the all the music events and festivals have been canceled. Yet Sturgis went on, you know, without anything, and supposedly a whole bunch of people got sick. And even in that, I I haven't done my due diligence on that, but there was some report out that it was like it caused twelve billion dollars of uh, of damage, just tracking everybody down and tracing and who got sick and who died and from that. And then like the day later, somebody was like, that was like an economic report that they, there was no scientists or doctors involved. So it's like, I, I don't even know what to, you know, it's so who to believe. I, I don't even know who to believe anymore with any of this stuff. My thing is, I did read. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What'd you read? Well, just about canceling things. They were saying that Halloween is going to be canceled. I, I've been seeing some of that stuff too. What I was going to say was, is in New York, the numbers are so low. Exactly. You know, it's like, it's, it's hard. Like in the beginning, in the beginning when people are yelling, I don't want, you shouldn't be canceling anything. I was like, you guys have got to be insane. Like these, like the amount of people that are going to die from this is crazy. And 800 people were dying a day. Right. I still don't like how people downplay that. Like, oh, it's old and it's people that are with pre-existing conditions. Like, hey, some people don't know they have a pre-existing condition. They catch this and then they're dead. That sucks. Right. Like that. That's irreversible. You can't get that back. So I was all on board for this stuff, you know, in the beginning. Now it's like we were under one percent of the population having this stuff. It's like they're not at these dangerous levels that if you do. If you wear your mask above your nose <laughs> and you take your precautions, if everybody kind of does that, you could, you could, we can get away with a lot more than we could have gotten away so with too. months ago. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. I so mean, if they can't to Halloween. I, and here's the other thing. I don't like the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I. I'm not involved in all the planning. I'm sure, like I said, subways right. and all that stuff is a big concern. I'm sure if you just did it and the people that were in the area could do it, that'd be fine. But that's that's not what happens. People from Jersey, people from all over come to watch the stupid thing, which is probably why they can't do it. But Halloween, like you put a bucket of candy outside and you let the kids take their candy and you just move on. Like I don't, there's no reason to me that this needs to be... <sighs> canceled right. but i also i also heard that it was canceled and then now this was last week i haven't done it today before the podcast but i went like they were like oh halloween's canceled and then I, then i went to um governor murphy's uh, thing and cuomo's thing and there was no mention they said that they were going to make an announcement on halloween there was no mention right. that it was actually can so people are already jumping the gun to be you know it's true i probably read fake news already today so it could be, but I just, again, Halloween seems like a, a, an easy one that you exactly. can do 
without having much of an issue, you know? Like, I just think that the guidelines for Halloween are going to be put a bucket outside, don't touch any, you know, don't go near any of the kids. Like, right. And we should be, that's it. Should be fine, you know? Like, and, that's easy and smart. And by the way, like, out here in Long Island, like, that's kind of the way most people do it. Right, because you're already taking your kids trick or treating, so you're leaving the candy outside. That's what we do. We leave the candy. We leave a candy bin outside and let the kids just ravage it. And right. and everybody's different. But like for us, like we have way too much candy left over anyway, so we're like happy to let the kids take three or four bags exactly. of crap. Like it doesn't matter. But a lot of the old people like like to see the kids and everything. Like I just think that we just have to throw a fair amount of education out there. Like you can look from inside your door and uh, you know and let the kids right. take take the candy from outside. That's just me. I think you're more upset. I don't know what's, who's got it worse. You being upset over Thanksgiving or me wanting the, the Biden-Trump-Rogan podcast. I kind of... Oh, I don't know. That's, that's close. Heated about that. Also, for Thanksgiving, I feel like as long as we see Santa Claus at the end, as long as Santa Claus is involved... It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You know? I know. Like, what are they going to do with that then? Because he's not a balloon. So. No, but I mean, I'm sure Santa Claus is going to make an appearance, comes down from the North Pole to say hi to everybody. It's a nice little thing he gets to do. I think that's nice. I, I can't see that. I can't see that not being a part of the virtual, you know. I would hope it, it would be. But you know what? Mayor Fun. No, wait. Governor Fun Ruiner. Well, he's mayor is a Fun Ruiner, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He would probably be like, no, Santa. Well, I think we, we would all agree that Santa needs to wear a mask when he delivers presents this year. I think that's because there can't be a bigger. <laughs> he can wear one, but it could be underneath his nose. <laughs> I mean, there's no, no, no. He's got to wear. There's no bigger spread. If you're going to be visiting everybody's house on the planet, that's that's a huge coronavirus spreader right there. He's got to take the proper precautions. That's true. The elves too, which is going to be difficult to get the things up around their ears with the pointy ears and everything. Like that's going to. We're gonna have to make special masks for the elves, but I'm sure That's Santa really has this. Hard. Yeah, I'm sure Santa has thought about all this and has it under control. Kids, don't I'm worry. Sure, as soon as that hit in March, he was like, "Okay, elves, this is what we're gonna do." Yeah, I think they sprung into action for sure, for sure. <sighs> Although that Mrs. Claus, I hear she don't like to wear the mask above her nose. She's a bit of a problem. No. <laughs> <sighs> Any final thoughts, uh, Jay Samps? Just don't cancel Thanksgiving. <laughs> Cuomo, please. Come on, Qualms. Don't cancel. Get with it, Bubba. Right. I, I, you know, again, and you know, people have been, see here in New York, people are screaming about restaurants and like, I think they actually had a sue. Did they sue de Blasio or Cuomo they did. or something? It was over a billion dollars, right? And they got them to open up the restaurants in New York City to 25%. We've we've been hearing about this fall kick up on cases since March right. that this is going to come back around again in the fall. And I wonder about that. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I wonder about that, because if you do have kids in schools wearing masks and more people wearing masks, aren't you? I don't know if anybody envisioned that when they first said. Maybe. You know, right. Come flu season, this is going to be a lot more prevalent because I feel like that's going to cut down if everybody's wearing masks and keeping apart from one another, but, and also like cutting down the flu and stuff too. Right. Exactly. Like I would imagine there's going to be fewer flu cases if people are wearing masks everywhere. 
Right. I mean, you know, again, the mask doesn't stop everything and some masks are better than others. But for the most part, and we were just talking about statistically, you're you're cutting down odds by by putting something in front of your nose and mouth. And people are still going to store less. So, again, less chances of running into something when you're somewhere. Right. Exactly. And people are going into work less in New York City. So that's going to help. I just feel like all these right. little factors are going to help. And I don't know if we factored that all in back in March when we were talking about this second wave thing. Now, I hope Fauci and the whole crew, you know, I'm sure they've thought about it and they're still saying second wave. But again, here we are past, you know, September. Uh, what are we? September 14th, 15th today, whatever mm-hmm. it is, 14th. 14th. And um, still not too bad. Now, I'm sure the next two weeks, three weeks, four weeks are going to be more telling than everything. But if we're still super low number wise here in New York, Halloween should go off without a hitch and you should be able to do Thanksgiving in some way, shape or form. You know, exactly. The problem is, is when you do anything. So like it, locally here, right? The the radio station I work for, they were doing Thursday night concerts in a, a prominent Hampton village. It's fine. No issues whatsoever. Supposedly they did it. So we had a Saturday night one. And there were too many people. They shut it down. I I haven't gotten the full story yet, but, you know, it's like sometimes these things are okay, And then when the crowd becomes too impossible, it's not that okay. By the way, I've been driving around the North Fork of Long Island for a while. South Fork, too. These farms. Massive amounts of people are gathering at these. I went to one yesterday. I mean, it's crazy. The, The thing is. The one we went to yesterday was so big, there wasn't people on top of you. Well, that's good. And if everybody's outside and everybody's wearing masks, it should be fine. But my right. my point is, is that nobody's talking about these things at all. And they're drawing thousands of people, some of them. Right. And, you know, and nobody's like, you know, but if these things are okay. Then Thanksgiving should be okay. Then you would think that Thanksgiving should be okay. And Halloween. Again, when the protests first broke out, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be Exactly. Awful. Well, that, yeah. And then I don't want to bring that but that's it. that's it. We all thought it. We all thought the same thing. Even when people were wearing it back, back then, when the first few came out, we didn't really know as much as we did now, you know? Right. I was like, this is going to be terrible. And then two weeks came and went, and the numbers continued to go down, and I was like, Okay, that we've learned something new about this because the outdoors thing is clearly different than when you're indoors. Right, exactly. Because there's no way you can gather that many people and not see transmission booms. And again, a lot of people were wearing face masks. Some people weren't, you know. Exactly. But I was surprised to see not a huge bounce in that. And I think a lot of people were too. And that's when things really started changing about outdoor activities. Right. But again, if you keep these low numbers, I, I don't I don't know. I don't have an answer. I'm just saying it's awfully like these things are super low now. We're not facing what we were facing back then. You know, we've it, learned. We've learned a bit. And it's weird because it's like you can do 50 percent at a restaurant, but you can't do a gym and then you can't do a theater. There's no theaters open museums, but museums you can kind of do. But like. It's it's there's not a lot of consistency to. to no, there this. isn't. There isn't. So. All right, J. Sabs, I think we'll we'll leave it there. 
I'm, heavy, heavy discussion. It today. was a big one today. I'm just going to be following Biden's Twitter. I'm just hoping. And here's the thing. If Biden is going to accept it, don't put out a press release. You got to quote treat, quote tweet Trump and be like, you have to let's do it. Big man. Like that's that to me, that's right. like, and you got to have big man or chief or partner. There's got to be a term in there to kind or of, or else you just look like a big, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll buckaroo. Anything. I'll take a, I'll take a buckaroo. I'll, I'll take anything. But I think that would be the most gangster way of agreeing to this. And that would be un unbelievable. If we had a presidential debate on a podcast come to fruition organically on social media, I, I don't even. Come on. It would be so 20. You could 20. cancel Thanksgiving and Christmas. I could care less because that would be my Christmas right there. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. All right. Um, let's leave it there. Appreciate you guys watching and listening. Thanks so much. Get all our links at anthonyonair.com. Remember, we're doing three episodes a week. So uh, subscribe. Hit that bell notification on YouTube. Well, some some people are doing three episodes a week. Some of the, which way are you? Some of the co-hosts are coming in and out. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> That's not the reason why I can't do them. <laughs> uh, but we are a week away from the the Ghislaine dump. So hopefully we'll be there. We might even do a couple more episodes that week. We'll see how big that uh, treasure trove of information is. Um, and then uh, two weeks away from the first presidential debate. So we'll see lots of stuff coming up here. So let friends and family know that uh, you're enjoying the podcast. We appreciate that as always. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.